0: Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jerry Savell. Welcome to our broadcast. We appreciate you watching. And I believe, once again, as I like to say to you each and every week, if you will listen and watch very closely, I believe it's going to build your faith. Why? Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Once again, thank you for joining with me. Those of you that are regular viewers, we appreciate it. Those of you that are partners, thank you so much for partnering with us and thank you for believing in us. Today, we're going to take you back into the Southwest Believers' Convention, where I had the privilege of preaching along with Brother Copeland and a number of other special guests. And It was such a powerful meeting that we wanted to bring it to you on our broadcast today. We're talking about what it means to be redeemed, what it means to be restored. You are the redeemed of the Lord. If you've made Jesus the Lord of your life, then you are redeemed. And The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. You need to be declaring you're redeemed and you're restored. So watch now and listen very closely because I believe what you're about to hear and see is going to build your faith and take it to another level. I'll be back just as soon as it's over with some closing remarks. Open your Bibles to Luke chapter 13. Luke chapter 13, I've been sharing in the services that I've been privileged to Uh, Bring the word in to you about the prophetic word the Lord gave me for 2016. I want to read a portion of it once again. Extraordinary things are taking place in the heavenlies, and 2016 will come to be known as the year of the great breaking loose. Everybody say, The great breaking loose. Boy, that is exactly what it has been for me and many others. In fact, I've got some testimonies in here I probably won't have time to read them, but just from some pastors where I have recently been and preaching this, sending me testimonies after we returned back home of some of the major breakthroughs they've been experiencing because they mixed their faith with it and believe God that this was their time for some major breaking loose. So mix your faith with this tonight, praise God. The Bible says if you refuse to mix faith with it, then it's not going to profit you. So you came tonight. You might as well mix your faith. Amen. Amen. You simply do that by saying, I receive this. So say, I receive receive. the great breaking loose in my life, my my family, my my business, my my ministry, my my church, church. and give the Lord a shout in advance. Amen. (laughs) He went on to say, and during this time of the great breaking loose, the enemy will no longer be able to hold back that which my faithful ones have stood in faith for, not even the things that looked as though they would never come to pass. For I will cause them to break loose and to suddenly manifest and to do so in such a way that no one will be able to deny the greatness of your God. And boy, I've had that happen. I've had some suddenlies happen this year. Some things that that I'd been believing for for quite some time and suddenly they came to pass. And I've got testimonies in here of many others who have experienced them suddenly. So mix your faith with that and say, I'll receive that. that. Our God is, well, you didn't have to say that part. (laughs) Our God is capable of making things happen suddenly. You know, one time the prophet said in an impossible looking situation, this time tomorrow. I mean, it was impossible. But he said, this time tomorrow, things are going to be different around here. Amen? Amen. I mean, it could be that way for you tonight. This time tomorrow, things could be totally different, praise God. I've gone to bed at times, and uh, in the natural, you know, don't have a clue how God's going to do this, but go to bed thanking him for it. Believing him for it, and wake up the next day, and it happened. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So don't rule out suddenlies. Amen. Don't your neighbors say I'm believing for suddenlies? Believing for suddenlies. Amen. Amen. So let's look at Luke chapter 13, verse 10. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years, and was bowed together, and could in no wise. Lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, "Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. Thou art loosed from thine infirmity. The word loosed here means to be released from confinement. It means the removal of restraints. It means freedom from that which binds. So if you're here tonight and you're confined in some way, and this can be applied spiritually, mentally, physically, financially. If you're confined in some way, or you have restraints in some way, or you are bound in some way, then let's make it very clear that God is not the author of it. Satan is, and Jesus makes that clear here in this this story that Satan's the author of it, but he said to this woman, Jesus, you are loosed from thine infirmity. In other words, I am releasing you from your confinements, I am removing your restraints, and I am going to set you free from everything that binds you. Does that sound like anything you might be interested in? Praise God. Amen. So then he goes on, the story goes on to say, that he laid his hands on her, and immediately, now immediately and suddenly I believe would be about the same thing, wouldn't you? Yes, sir. So she not only had a great breaking loose, she also had a suddenly. Look at your neighbor say, I'm believing for a great breaking loose a great and a suddenly. a suddenly. And lift your hands and thank God for it. Praise God. Amen? Because thanksgiving and praise is one of the greatest expressions of faith. Now, he said. Or the Bible says he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And then it goes on to say that the religious people got a little upset about him doing this on the wrong day. And then he says in verse 16, Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these 18 years, be loosed from this bond? on the Sabbath day. I think it's interesting that he, he didn't have to say seeing she is the daughter of Abraham, but he did. And I think that's very interesting because it denotes covenant. What's he saying? This is a covenant woman. Ought not this covenant woman be loosed from this infirmity, from this bondage? Shouldn't she be released from this since it was Satan? Who put it on her. She's a covenant woman. In other words, covenant people have every right to be free from restraints, from confinements, or anything else that might bind them. Can you say amen? Amen. Say, I'm a covenant person. And since I am, then I have every right to be free, to be loosed from every confinement, every restraint, and anything that binds, Amen. that's my covenant right. My covenant. And thank God for it, hallelujah. Amen. Now, also, we read from Psalm 103, and I won't take the time to go back there, but Psalm 103, and the psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits forget not all his benefits, or you could say covenant blessings. In fact, the message translation says, don't forget a single blessing. Don't forget a single blessing. So that tells me that covenant people have benefits, have blessings that they are entitled to, not based on what we've done but based entirely upon what Jesus has done. On the other hand, though, we must receive them. Amen. Even though they're already available, Jesus has already provided for them, I still have to receive them. They're not just going to come on me. I have to receive them. So notice here once again, ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, be loosed? So he's saying that covenant people are entitled to certain benefits and blessings. And the Bible tells us, and don't forget a single one. Now, obviously, if we go back to Deuteronomy chapter 28, there's a great list of blessings that we're entitled to. They're referred to as the blessings of Abraham. But the Bible says in Galatians chapter 3, as you well know, that if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed? and an heir according to the promise. So Deuteronomy chapter 28, those first 13 verses, all those blessings belong to you just as much as they belong to Abraham. Can you say amen? Amen. And once again, don't forget a single one. Don't leave one of them out. They're all yours. You You don't have to select which ones you would like. They're all yours. You have to receive it. Let your neighbor and say, I'm a, "I'm a receiver." So he's saying to her, "Woman, there is a covenant blessing that belongs to you, and I am loosing that blessing in your life today." And what was it? A miracle, a normal life. And so he's saying to her, "I'm not only going to." remove the restraint and the confinement that you've been under for the last 18 years, but I'm going to loose a covenant blessing in your life. And from this day forward, your life will never be the same. Can you say amen? How many of you'd like for God to loose some covenant blessings on you tonight? Hallelujah. Well, you got to receive them. Let me give you some other definitions. Of breaking loose. You can, it's, it can be used in a twofold way. Breaking loose means to unleash, to release, to unblock, to remove, I love this, to remove all obstruction, whereas to create a free flow. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like that. Yep. To remove all obstruction. Whereas to create a free flow. God wants the blessings flowing in our lives freely without any obstructions. Can you say amen? amen? Hallelujah. So to break loose is to unleash, to release, to unblock, to remove all obstruction, whereas to create a free flow. God wants all of his blessings to break loose in our lives and to flow freely. I mentioned Paul said in the book of Romans, the fullness of the blessing, the fullness of the blessing, the blessing without any restraints, even though we may have not reached that level yet, but that doesn't mean it's not available. Hey, I'm living at a level now that I didn't know was available 40 years ago. But I'm living in it now. What do you suppose the next level is? Breaking loose of covenant blessings. Say covenant blessings are breaking loose in my life. There's a phrase in Ezekiel 34, 26 that I really like. It talks about showers of blessing. Showers. This implies a liberal distribution of his blessings. It also implies plenteous with no restraints. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. The last few weeks in various meetings I've been in and even this afternoon, I heard the same thing to tell God's people that extraordinary breakthroughs belong to them and they're headed their way extraordinary breakthroughs belong to you, and they're headed your way. Praise God. How many of you need some breakthroughs in your life tonight? Hallelujah. I I love, you know, next to my Bible, my Noah Webster 1828 edition dictionary is my favorite book. And the reason I love that dictionary is because it not only gives definitions, but it also gives scripture references. And and I looked up the word extraordinary and it means beyond the usual or the norm. Some breakthroughs are headed your way that are beyond the usual or the norm. Exceptional. Remarkable. And I like this one. Over the top. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Over the top. Now, let me read something to you here breakthroughs for God's people is nothing new. God's been doing this forever, for centuries. In fact, Job chapter 5 and verse 9, the message translation says, he's famous for great and unexpected acts. There is no end to his surprises. I love that. God is famous for great and unexpected acts. There is no end to his surprises. Anybody like surprises? God's constantly surprising me. It it doesn't surprise me that he meets my need. And it doesn't surprise me that his favor manifests in my life all the time. It doesn't surprise me that his blessings flow in my life. What does surprise me is how he goes about doing it. Amen. How he goes about doing it. The method or the person that he might use. Amen. God is famous for unexpected acts and there is no end to his surprises. So I want to challenge you tonight to believe for some great breaking loose to take place in your life and for extraordinary breakthroughs, things in which God is making a way for you in a manner like you have never seen him do it quite that way before. Don't put God in a box. Amen. I've noticed that many times, well, in fact, every time I look in the Bible, where, where there is a major breakthrough that occurs, what God told the people to do before the breakthrough came was extremely unusual. It seems like extremely unusual instructions produce extraordinary breakthroughs. And that's all over the Bible. In fact, Naaman is a good example. Naaman the leper. He heard there was a prophet that could cleanse him of his leprosy. So he makes this long journey to to see this prophet because he wants a breakthrough. When he gets there, the prophet won't even come out to see him. (laughs) He sends his servant with a message, unusual instructions, told him to go dip in the river. How many times? seven times. Go dip in the river seven times. And it made Namath so mad because the prophet wouldn't even come out to greet him. And then he gives him these ridiculous instructions. Go dip in the river seven times. And he made him so mad, he left. He almost missed his breakthrough. But then the servant went after him, convinced him, And he did what the prophet said to do and he had an extraordinary breakthrough. Can you say amen? Amen. Notice unusual instructions produced an extraordinary breakthrough. Something out of the norm. What about the time when the prophet was told by God, I'll take care of you. I'll supply the food you need. Go down to the brook Cherith and the ravens. Will sustain thee. How many of you would have done that? <laughs> That's a, those are strange instructions. Go down to the brook, and birds are going to bring you food. Now you could get kicked out of a good church for believing <laughs> stuff like that. Amen. There's a lot of denominations would not give you papers for preaching things like that. huh? Go down to the brook and the birds are going to take care of you. Unusual instructions, but he did. And sure enough, the birds took care of him, brought him food. And then when the brook dried up, he told him to go to Zarephath. There's a widow woman there. And listen to the God, what God says, I have commanded her to sustain thee. But when he gets there, the woman says, I got just enough for me and my son, we're going to eat this and die. Wouldn't that make you think? It's something them birds brought me. It's causing me to hallucinate. (laughs) He told me there was a woman down here going to take care of me and she's ready to die. She's got just enough for her and her son and they're going to die. Some unusual instructions, but you know the results. Not only that, but she needed a breakthrough. And what he told her to do was extremely unreasonable, extremely unusual, but it produced an extraordinary breakthrough in her life.
1: Can you say amen?
0: amen? I've noticed that it seems to be that way when I'm believing for extraordinary breakthroughs, my instructions are always unusual. And it seems to me that that's not only a pattern in the Bible, but it's certainly been a pattern with the way God has worked in my life. Can you say amen? Amen. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Unusual instructions producing extraordinary breakthroughs. I think one of the most extraordinary ones is with Isaac in Genesis 26, when, when there's a famine in the land, and yet God's unusual instructions to him was, stay here. Do not go to Egypt. You stay right here. I will be with you. I will bless you. And the Bible says, Isaac sowed in that land and reaped a hundredfold in the same year. Amen. (laughs) Unusual instructions, but extraordinary results. Now, folks, it'd be one thing if I only gave you my personal testimonies, but when you see it all over the Bible, unusual instructions, producing extraordinary results. Now folks, we are in a time where things are going to break loose more rapidly, more quickly than we've ever experienced before. It's got to happen. Most of us have got too much seed out there to miss out on this harvest. I'm not letting go of my harvest. Are you, Jesse? I am not letting go of any of my harvests. The Bible says in Psalm 20 that God remembers your offerings. He said it to me like this, I never forget a seed sown. You might, but I don't. And all of us, most all of us in here got a lot of seed sown. Don't give up on that harvest. Don't give up on that harvest. Didn't Jesus say a hundredfold in this time? I'm not going to need a hundredfold in heaven. I need that hundredfold down here. Hallelujah. And I believe extraordinary things are taking place in the heavenlies. And there's some major breaking loose taking place. And I believe we're going to see some financial breakthroughs like we have never seen before. Extraordinary. Where God does it in ways you've never seen him do it quite that way before. You missed a good opportunity to shout, I received that.
1: It's time for you to start rejoicing. Has your life been devastated in some way? Are you under attack in your marriage, your family, your health, or finances? Well, now is not the time to give up. In the book From Devastation to Restoration, Jerry Savelle teaches that you don't have to be discouraged. You don't have to feel hopeless or overwhelmed. You have the greater one on the inside of you, and he is more than capable of turning a devastating situation into restoration. In the 3CD teaching, Redeemed and Blessed, you can learn how God's redemptive plan is complete and perfect, covering every area of our lives. Redemption all started at the cross. This powerful series will give you a better and more complete understanding of the importance of the cross and Jesus' victorious resurrection. Don't wait. Call or go online now to JerrySavel.org and request the Redeemed and Restored Package, complete with From Devastation to Restoration and the three-CD teaching Redeemed and Blessed. You are a candidate for restoration. Start laying hold of this revelation today.
0: Let me encourage you to make your plans to join with us here at Heritage of Faith, December the 11th, for Richard Roberts. You know, we're going to have a healing service, and I'm telling you, there is a strong anointing on Brother Richard for healing and miracles, just like it was on his daddy. And last time he was with us, there were a number of healings that took place, many testimonies, and I believe it's gonna be even greater this time. So if you're in the area and you can come out and be with us once again, Sunday morning, December the 11th, right here at Heritage of Faith in Crowley, Texas. And also remember, our special product offer this week is entitled Redeemed and Blessed, three CDs. What does it mean to be redeemed? Christ has redeemed you. The Bible even says he's redeemed you from the curse of the law. What is that all about? What is the curse of the law? And how can you enjoy your redemption? I'm telling you, this is a rich series, three CDs, and I want to encourage you to order it right now. Along with it comes my book on From Devastation to Restoration. You know, there are a lot of people in the body of Christ that have had some devastating things happen in their lives. And a lot of people, as a result of it, have become hopeless. They don't think they'll ever recover. Well, I want you to know that God is in the restoration business. He can restore to you. In fact, He wants to restore to you everything the devil has taken from you. So, in this little book, you'll find out how to position yourself to go from devastation to restoration. So these products are available this week and this week only. So I want to encourage you to place your order right away. Don't delay. Do it right now while it's fresh on your mind, and we'll get them to you just as quickly as we possibly can. And I know the moment that you sit down and begin to listen to these CDs and read this book, it's going to change your attitude. It's going to change your outlook, and it's going to build your faith. Once again, I want to thank all of you for joining today. I want to thank all of our partners that have been so faithful and loyal in helping us to reach out to people all over the world. Thank you very, very much. And listen, stay connected with us. Go to our website, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, stay connected. Would you do that, please? And once again, thank you for watching. I'll see you next week with a brand new series. Until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.